0: Uh, We have an amazing um, uh, friends of ours who who are here um, guest guest ministers who are from uh, uh, Montreal Quebec area. Uh, They they're French Canadians, so their first language is French. Their second language is English, Um, and they are just but they're they're filled with the power uh, of God. Uh, They minister to the indigenous people of um, uh, Canada in these little small areas. And what's wrong? Why are we laughing? Uh, am I, did I say it wrong? Is that right? Okay. Um, I mean, you can laugh. I just don't know why. But, um, and then, and then uh, uh, also they have a, a ministry school called Generation Unite where they're reaching the generation uh, the people up there. And um, in addition to that, what's amazing is we're, we're a church that supports missionaries. Over 10% of our budget goes to missions. And they're one of the missionaries that we support because there's the, the, the people in Canada who are saved are so small. Like what, what's the what's the percentage in Quebec? I mean, point 0.1 percent of people in Quebec know Jesus. So they are missionaries right in their own city as well. So um, I wanted to honor them. They're, they spoke here last year. They they just brought the kingdom of God. It was so amazing. And I can't wait to hear what they're going to share. Hannah, do you want to come up as a welcome? Can you just come up and uh, uh, welcome Hannah and Joelle Dumain? (laughs) Hannah spoke at the women's tea, did an amazing job. I'm
1: going to share real quick. Ha that that's that's my hubby. You look better today though, babes. So <laughs> um, first of all, Pastor Ruth and Pastor Paul, thank you so much for having us. It's really an honor to be back here. It's an honor to be with friends. It's an honor to thank you, New Life City, for partnering with us and for just pouring into what God is doing in Quebec it's you have no idea so i want to share just very very quickly first can i just can i pr- be a proud mom do you guys mind okay so this is a picture it's the only one i could find with all my kids okay so you, i have three kids so i'm going to go with the the tall guy with the white shirt that's my son just got married to that beautiful girl Bethany he's 23 that's Jeff 23 then after my husband, you have Emily, that's my daughter. She just got engaged to that French guy <laughs> next to her. And then so she's 19, and then next to her, you have Catherine. Well, next to, to him, you have Catherine. That's my other daughter. She's 21, and she's about to get engaged to an, an American. Uh, that that's Calvin from Alaska. And so so there you go, that's that's our family. Uh, Matthew, Catherine, and Emily work with us in our ministry, which is such an honor. Uh, my son, Jeff, is on our board of directors. So it's really amazing to be able to do ministry as a family. And so, to very quickly, what do we do as a ministry? So in Quebec, you have pretty much, the only ministers that you have are pastors. Uh, you don't have itinerant ministries. And we were, we've been married for 20, that was at our 25th anniversary, by the way. So we've been married for 25 years, in ministry for 25 years. We started out as youth pastors, youth leaders, because who knows that God wants to use the next generation. Come on, you guys have an amazing youth group here. And they, they are going to fill this place and they are going to lead the way into such a breakthrough for this city. So, but, That's not what I want to talk about. So we we did 12 12 years as youth pastors and then 12 years as senior leaders. And uh, about 19 years ago, we're already at 19, the Lord, my husband had a burnout. And in that burnout, he was a school bus driver and youth pastor. And in that burnout... um, he, the only thing he could do was do his bus run. He couldn't call a youth. He couldn't preach a message. He would lie down on a sofa. I had three little kids at that time. It wasn't easy to see him just laying there and, and saying, Lord, restore him. And at the end of, the, of one month of listening to worship and sleeping through worship, the Lord actually gave him a dream to gather the province of Quebec for revival and pray for revival. And I just wanna give you a grid very quickly. So New Mexico is, Quebec is five times the size of New Mexico, okay? And your population is 2.1 million from what I I checked online. We're eight million. We are almost, other than Montreal, completely French. So most, now I'm giving you guys the easy part. I speak pretty good English. You'll get my husband in a couple minutes. Then you, then you can have fun. <laughs> but, no, no, he, he's, he's really good, okay? I can't, I can't complain. But m- the majority of, French, uh, of uh, Quebec is French-speaking. And the songs that you sing, like today, we feel blessed. Because we don't sing those songs. We have to translate them to be able to sing them. And so we're singing songs from about 30 years ago. And the resources in Quebec are very few there's not very much uh, French Christian resources because there is okay so I messed up before I'm sorry about that I'm not good with numbers but we're 0.5% Christians so on 8 million of our population that's 80,000 Christians you guys are 483,000 Christians I don't know if you know that in New Mexico and We're 80,000, but spread out over five times New Mexico, okay? So this is what the Lord told us to do. Before, during COVID, he said, your ministry is gonna look different after this. And I'm calling you guys to, so the first thing he had told us was to gather the province of Quebec to pray for revival. So he told us, I'm calling you to gather, but I'm calling you to equip, activate, and commission. And that requires not just within a church or in a city, but we gather cities. So in one city, my city is a city of 80,000. In one city, we have three churches. One is Hispanic, one is African, and one is a French Quebecer church. That church has 300 Christians. How many churches do you guys have in Albuquerque? Okay, so... um, What I'm trying to say is when we gather people, it is cities that gather together because they are hungry and they are thirsty, but they don't have the resources. So what we've been doing since the past year and a half, we've been traveling all over our province, 10 hours up north, eight hours to the peninsula and going to these churches on our own bill saying we're not here because There's not, the Lord told us honor, humility, and generosity will be the key to preparing their hearts. And so we go in these churches of 20, 30 people, sometimes five people and we just go to encourage them in the Lord, because they are doing something that I can't do. They are bringing the word of the Lord where I can't go. And Quebec is an unreached people, and so we are trying to come alongside them, give them French resources. So we started in September our first school of ministry, which is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. We have 80 students uh, on which are come on in the evenings. We have five-day students. We thought we have one student we're doing the school it doesn't matter we have five day students and God is multiplying what we are doing but I just want to tell you guys this is what New Life City is sowing into this is I mean we're seeing salvations we're seeing miracles and we're seeing pastors who want to quit Say, you know what? This is worth it. This is a mission that we need to continue. And so please pray for Quebec. Uh, If you want to partner with us, I want to go check on generationsunite.com. You can see what is happening. And in September, we will be having Michael Miller come back from Upper Room. And we want to invite you guys, okay? So we want to invite you guys to come back and to taste a little bit. Because one thing, we may be few Christians but we are passionate Christians. I mean, the French are passionate. And yes, we consider ourselves French Quebecers. But we are passionate about Jesus more than anything else. And so we want to just invite you to go look up our website and pray for us. Please, please pray for us. We need that that spiritual support, backing. And thank you again just for loving and sowing into us. We're so honored to partner with you guys. Amen. <laughs>
2: Yes. Now the French guy. Sorry my accent is a bit bigger than my wife's accent. <laughs> uh, yes, we. Uh, I know my wife told you but we really want to thank you from the bottom of our heart to sow in what we're doing. You need to know there's no itinerant ministry in Quebec that lives from just faith and giving from others in their ministry. Why? Because in Quebec we have a, a problem with money. We're not generous and we, we need deliverance. <laughs> and uh, we need to learn from you guys how you guys sow uh, and with j- so much generosity. So we, we want to thank you because it gives us t- the, the opportunity to come to a place not asking, but sowing. So you know you're sowing through us, but you're actually sowing not in only in us. You're sowing in so many leaders and people in the province of Quebec. So I w- really want to thank you because we cannot do that without you guys. We cannot do that with you guys. All right. So it's important. So thank you for having us. And thank you, Paul and Ruth. I think uh, you guys are so awesome. We, we, I tried to teach Paul to play golf yesterday. And he's got his first 237 yards drive. Come on, can we applaud? All right. I'm not telling you the fairway was really downhill, but it's not. Anyway, it's 237. Come on. And I think rude as the nicest accent on earth. I think Siri should have Root's voice. I, I think we should flush Siri and hire Root. Come on say root 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 and hi anyway thank you for having us i just want to blow on what we've we have some such a great time friday night come on they were so good to me to understand what I was saying. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm sorry again with my French accent. I put H where there's no H. I drop H where they're supposed to have H. All right. I, I invent words sometimes. All right. Just go, go, just laugh. All right. Just laugh and have fun with me. All right. Just, just be gracious. To me, All right. I just want to build on what we've built with the youth Friday night. And when I came in and I saw that logo of uh, the presence, I don't know for how long you've been there. I don't know if is it for this year or it's for the church vision for hundred years. I don't know. But I want to add to that. All right. Because I really believe there's a the call to the church right now is to come back to the one thing. There's a, a deep call from the Lord. A real calling to come back to him and to him only. So if I can put a title to my, my my sermon this morning. It will be consecrated to the one thing. And you know the famous words of King David. Psalm 27, 4. I don't know if you have, we have the verses. But the NIV version says this. One thing I ask from the Lord. This only do I seek. And I, I love the word The the Bible verse that was read this morning. I thirst. Come on. I thirst in the temple. I want to see you God. I want more of you. I do seek that I dwell. And I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life. To gaze on the beauty of the Lord. And to seek him. There's a H. In his temple. Come on. There's a call to consecrate ourselves to the one thing. Whether it's to come back or to go to the one thing. There's a call to the church right now. God is calling his body to himself. He told me this at the start of last year. On the other side of COVID, I'm not building platforms. I'm building myself a consecrated people. I'm not saying there won't be nobody anymore on platforms. But God is not building big ministry. God is building a consecrated people. God is building big people that will be loving lovers of his presence. Come on. He gave me that verse, Psalm 50 verse 5. That says, gather to me. Gather to me a consecrated people. Gather to me. Not to Joel Domain, not to the good looking beard, Paul Martini. I did, I did not even recognize him yesterday. I'm, I'm, I was feeling so bad. He came in his car, opened the door. I said, hey, beard a beard, at, I would have recognized the bald head, but with a hat, I, I was thrown up. I said, hey, oh, hey, hi, is Paul with you? I, I did not recognize Paul. He's so good looking with a beard. But we're not gathering to Paul Martini. We're not gathering to the Randy Clarks or the Bill Johnsons. Lord is saying in this hour, gather to me. Gather to me, come on. The crowd on Sunday morning tells us how much the Sunday service is popular. The crowd on Sunday night tells us how much the speaker is popular. Come on. But the crowd on the prayer service Tells us how much God is popular. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. So we started rallies without. Uh, without. No we have guest speakers. But we don't advertise our guest speakers. I have big guest speakers. But God told me don't advertise them. Because I don't want you to gather. Or I don't want your people to come for them. I want them, I want them to come for me. So sometime one day I will have Bill Johnson. I won't tell anybody. I'm praying. I will trick people. They will be so sad. Because I don't want people to gather to a person God is calling this hour. A crowd of consecrated people gathering to him and to him himself. Are you there this morning? We need to be about his presence. I love that that word is the first one. We need to be about His presence. Come on. What if, if we build a church to gather to, what? <laughs> I, I, I'm stuck between my French and English right now. <laughs> what if we build a church to receive more of God instead of more people and trust God to bring the people? Because His presence is the only thing that this thing. Oh, that's a hard word for me. Sorry, the presence of God is the only thing that distinguishes people. It's the only thing. It's not our capacities that distinguish our our, the church. It's not our our music. Come on, the only thing that Israel had going for them is the presence of God. The only thing that the first church has going for them was the, come on, the presence of God. They didn't have light everywhere. They didn't have music. walk? They didn't have a, what's that? It's a bomb shelter. They, come on. They had nothing going on for them except the presence of God. Do you follow me? It's church. Should be known for his presence. It's his, <laughs> it's his house. It's his house. It's his house. It's his house. It should be known for his presence. If his presence is not in his house. Can it be called it's house it's about his house I'm his house house there's H (laughs) thank you for loving me (laughs) it says house it should be known for his presence my house should be known for his presence there's a vow I've talked I've talked with the youth rapidly about this verse. I want to share it to you too because I'm. If the kids can be 60, 80 of them on the floor making room for God, I think their parents need to make room for more of God too. What do you think, guys? Yeah. And, and there's, they're clapping for you. They want you, to, uh, they want you to feel His presence more than ever. Hi it's about this presence there's that verse that scares me that there, there's a vow that Sal, 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 Solomon, Sal, Solomon whatever you guys are saying Solomon like <laughs> anyway the son of David right? the, the king that was the son of David he, he said that about his father. Do we have the verse? Do we have the verse you think? So, Psalm 132. I'm gonna read it. This is Solomon talking about his dad. He said, Lord, remember David and all is self-denied. He swore, swore? 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 That verse, that word. Swore, swore, and oath, no H to the Lord. He made a vow to the mighty one of Jacob. Listen to that vow. I will not enter my house or go to my bed. I will allow no sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids. Till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the mighty one of Jacob. Wow. Do you hear or do you understand the passion in that verse? I will not go to sleep, come on, until I make a place for the glory and the presence of God to dwell. This is my one thing. This is my desire. This is what my life is about. I will make a place for the presence of God to dwell. I won't stop until there's a presence of God in our midst. I won't stop until the presence of God, come on, is in my life. Oh, it's like David was saying, come on, I don't want to be renowned for my war victories. I don't want to be renowned for how I killed Goliath. I want to be renowned for all well I make room for the presence of God in my life. Come on. This is what I want to be known for that David is saying. And I think this vow is a vow that each one of us should do this morning. It's a vow that the you did Friday night. Come on. Coming to Jesus. Twenty of them gave their life to Jesus. Come on. I want to follow him. And there's that vow. I say, Lord, that should come out from our heart. Lord, I won't stop until I make room for your presence. Wow. Make room. Make room. You know that story when Jesus made room in his temple? Hello? (laughs) He walked one day and saw sellers in the temple. And the next morning, I don't know what happened between that evening and the next morning. He prayed as Lord help me there. <laughs> and there were sellers in the in the temple. And the next morning he came. And what he says, he turned the table. Come on, he said, This house, this house he said he had a zeal for his house. This house will be called become a house of prayer. Come on. This how Jesus came. Come on. And he made room. He made room, yes. and the Lord told me this one of or worship night without advertising anybody He says, ah, you cannot allow I'm trying my best all right you cannot allow to not turn the tables in your heart that Jesus will turn his in, in his temple. Yeah. all right let me repeat it just one one yeah it's all right I guess you did not understand I cannot allow myself. To not turn over the table in my heart. That Jesus will turn in his temple. There's more reaction here. We don't. Re- Come on. Listen to this. We don't realize it. But sometimes even Christian, as Christian, We're sitting down at a table with the enemy. And we're dealing stuff in our heart with him. Hello. We're dealing fears. We're dealing insecurities. We're dealing sin. We're dealing gossip. Come on. We're dealing criticism. We're dealing insecurity. We're dealing unbelief with the enemy. Come on. And the Lord says, come on, turn over those tables in your heart and sit at the table with me. Come on. Oh, I prefer to sit. At the table with Jesus, Psalm 23 says, come on, sit at the table in front that I put in front of your enemies. Come on, there's a feast in the presence of God. And when I feast His presence, He's taking care of the enemies. But listen to me guys, so many times as Christians, we sit at the table with the enemy and we deal stuff with him. And we wonder why we don't have joy. We wonder why, why we're, we're scared. We wonder why we're depressed. Come on. We're loving Christians, but in our heart, we did not turn all the tables. Are you there? We need to turn. We need to make room. We need to make room. We need to make room in your agenda in 2023. Hello? You need to schedule, schedule. Avenue, you, is that your agenda? Schedule, make room, time with God. If you don't schedule, make room, time with God, the enemy will steal that time. <laughs> you know what he does, with Christian? He doesn't really want you to sin. He just want to occupy. Whoa, what's that word? Occupy. Wait, that's French. <laughs> occupy. Like acupuncture. Occupy. Occupy you with stuff. If he can busy you, he's got you. We need to be about his presence. We need to make room. And we need to trust the presence. We need to trust the presence. That taking care of the presence will take care of the rest. One, thank you, thank you. One person is understanding my sermon right now. I appreciate that. <laughs> Do you trust that taking care of the presence, taking care of your time at the cross at the feet of Jesus will take care of the rest? Come on, Matthew six thirty-three. And my version says, above all, Above what? All. All, No age. Above all. Constantly seek the king, God's kingdom and his righteousness, then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. Above all. Do we trust that? We trust the one thing. Do we trust the one thing? Jesus said to Martha, Martha, Marta, when Jesus says your name twice, you're in trouble, <laughs> one it's okay, twice is too much, come on. Why, what's the verse? Well, I think, why are you, we've got it? I've got it. I said, why, Marta, Marta, why are you so upset and trouble, pulled away by all these many distractions? Are they really important? Mary discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She's undistracted and I won't take that privilege from her, wow. We need to be undistracted to the presence of God. We need to be undistracted to the presence of Jesus in our life. Come on. We need to be undistracted to the one thing. Cause the one thing, taking care of the one thing, give you everything. Why? Why we stop? Being about the one thing and running about everything instead of being about the one thing that gives you everything. Come on. Do you trust the one thing? I love your yes. But let's be real. When everything starts to pull on you. Come on. What's the first thing sometimes that's. It's pushed away. Come on, let's be honest here. It's the one thing. And it's the only thing I should not push away. It's the one thing that gives you everything. And the enemy is stealing us from the one thing by trying to make us run about everything. When you trust the one thing, you have more anointing. When you trust the the one thing, you have more favor on your life. When you trust the one thing, come on, things will happen faster than you can do it without the one thing. Trust the one thing. Trust the one thing. I'm gonna go fast, but there's four levels of commitment for those like the worship pastor that take notes this morning. There's four levels of commitment to the one thing. Are you okay? Let's go fast. Four level, four level of commitment to the one thing. Let me read a verse for you because uh it'll be easier for me. Exodus 24, 9 to 17. Moses and Aaron, it's a hard word, Nadab and Abihu and the 70 elders of Israel went up and saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was something like a pavement made of lapis lazuli. What's that in English? Lazuli? Lazuli is nice too. As bright blue as the sky. But God did not raise his hand against these leaders of Israelites. They saw God and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, come up to me on the mountain and stay here. And I will give you tablets of stone and the law and commandments I have written for the instruction." Then Moses set out with Joshua, his aid, and Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and Hur are with you, and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it. Wow. Can you imagine being there that day? And the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain and a seventh day the Lord called Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went on up the mountain and he stayed on the mountain 40 days. Wow. And 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights in the glory of God in the presence of God. Can you imagine that? And the first level for me in that story is the crowd. The crowd see the glory of God. The crowd see the presence of God. But instead of embracing the presence, they're scared of the presence. It's, that's too much for us. Consuming fire on a mountain. That's too much. And they say, Moses, come on. Moses, go on the mountain. Come on, that's what they're saying in other, other verses. And tell us what to do. Come on. The first level, come on, of commitment to the presence, it's people, it's the crowd, it's people living the presence through the mouth of somebody else. You don't want to be the crowd, come on. You don't want to be the crowd that's satisfied to live its relationship with God through the mouth of the pastors in front of them. satisfaction is the enemy of the church right now people are satisfied we need to be un- does it exist unsatisfied we need to be unsatisfied say God I want more of your presence we need to shake the church come on in America right now it's say, God we want more of you we're not satisfied come on you know when satisfaction arrives When we start loving more the blessing than pursuing the blesser. Ooh, no amen to that. Just ouch. Satisfaction arrives when we start loving the blessing more than the blesser. Come on. Don't refuse the priesthood of your own relationship with God do you know you're a priest he came to save everybody in what he made all of us what a royal pri- oh, oh priesthood I said priest. Eh, priesthood that's better he made every one of us a what a royal you are a priesthood before God. You have your own access to the presence of God. Come on. Don't refuse the priesthood of your own relationship with God. You're in charge. You're in charge. You're in charge. Don't live your relationship to the pastors on stage. You're in charge of your own priesthood with God. We won't get revival with the crowd level people. Hello? We need people that will take care of the priesthood of their own relationship with God. The second level is the leaders. Come on. They saw the presence of God. They ate in the presence of God. They saw the, the, the whatever, lipuzi lapuzzi whatever they saw. I don't know. But I want to see it in heaven. What's that God? All right. And, and they saw this. But you know what? It did not stop them. To make a golden cow at the bottom of the mountain. Ouch. You know, sometimes there's a level of the presence. We love the presence. But when we get out of the presence, we go back to our old things. We love the presence, but not enough to change our life, radically change our life. That's a crazy story. Look at that verse. Look at that verse. Psalm one hundred six twenty, scary verse. They exchange. They exchange the glory of God. Another version: They exchange their glory. They exchange the glory of God for the image of an ox that eats grass. They exchange the glory of God. For a ox that eats grass come on they exchange exchange your glory can I tell you this morning don't exchange your glory hello the other version don't exchange your glory it's yours but it's not it's not but it's yours it's not yours to possess but it's yours to reflect come on shine your glory upon me when moses came down it was not his glory but it what it what is it was god's glory shining to him come on don't exchange your glory don't exchange the glory of god for anything in your life don't exchange your glory don't exchange the presence for anything. Don't exchange the presence for more money. Don't exchange the presence of God for more renown. Don't exchange the presence for anything. That's, that's crazy. You know what? They came, the, the, the people came to Aaron and Ur and they said, Make us a God that will walk before us. He already had that. They already had the cloud by day and the fire by night. They already had God walking before them and they said, "Come on, make us, make us a god that will walk before us." They already had that. He wanted a golden cow? I need a golden cow. Oh, it's golden. This is a cow. You know you know do you know that golden cow does not walk by itself before you? They wanted a God that will walk before them, but for that cow to walk before them, they had to carry that cow wherever they want to go. Hello. They wanted a God that they can control. Can I tell you something this morning? You cannot have the glory and control at the same time. You will never have the glory remain if you won't control it. Because you cannot control what's uncontainable. Oh, that's a good word for me. You cannot control what's uncontainable, the glory of God. Come on. And there's a There's a group of people that's committed, they're not committed to the presence, they're committed to what they do and ask God to bless what they're controlling. God is calling us to release control this morning. There is a place that you cannot go higher in his presence until you release control. Hello there. Are you there in New Mexico? The third level, and I go fast, the third level. I don't know if you, like you have just a guitar, guitar and, and one voice. Uh, you too. You should have a band name called you Two. I think it will work. <laughs> just suggestion. If it's not done yet. And the third level is Joshua. Joshua follows Moses everywhere. I, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Joshua was chosen as the next leader of Israel. By being the strongest. By being the boldest. Because when God chose him, three times he told him, fear not. When God tells you the same thing three times. It's not because it's getting older and repeats itself. It's just because you need to hear it. I think the Lord chose Joshua because he loved the presence more than anybody else. When Moses was going in the... the, What's in English? Attend la rencontre. The meeting tent. I don't. What's that? This. All right. Sorry. I know my Bible in French. Sorry. So I don't can, I don't I cannot translate every story, You know. <laughs> when Moses was going in in the meeting tent meeting God, when he was coming out, who was getting in? Joshua, because he wanted to rest. He wanted the rest. What Moses had, he wanted him. And there's a there's a place in our life, guys, that that that, that Sunday morning kisses is not enough. Right. Hello, coming to the church and having a great time in worship, and we had a great time this morning, and said, Lord. I love you, and then going back to my life, and control uh, my golden cow, and ask God to bless him, you know, and then Sunday morning is coming, I said, Lord, no, come on, there's a season that, come on, Sunday morning kisses is not good enough i need jesus monday i know i know i I need jesus tuesday i know my weeks in english my 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 days in english i need jesus on wednesday i need jesus on thursday on wednesday come on are you there it's not enough i when i saw friday those kids being on the floor my prayer it's every friday night it will be that way now trust the one thing and you see the glory of God what if we build a church that attract God more than attracting people and trust him to bring people here it's a presence and the last level is, is Moses. Moses 40 days 40 nights the glory we're tired after five minutes after an hour we're sitting down after two hours we're looking at 58 when that French guy will finish I didn't understand half of what he said this morning it's an hour and just a half, a half sermon that I understood come on 40 days and 40 nights receiving the, the, the laws, receiving the vision for the temple. That's crazy moment right there. Downloads that we're still living on 5,000 years later. The world is still living on on those revelations, 5,000. Can you imagine that moment? Moses did not come down. Whoa, it, are we gonna read about this all my life no come on it was just living a moment with God and what did Moses said after 40 days and 40 nights in the glory what did he said Lord show me your glory you've been there for 40 days man
1: what can you ask for more?
2: Moses, I, there's not enough of your glory. There's, you will never come to the end of the presence of God in your life. Come on. And hunger is the most attractive thing you can give to Jesus. Oh, what's that verse? Blessed are those ah, who hungers. You know that verse more in English than I do. A thirst for righteousness. For what? They will be filled. And being filled, there's no stoppage of being filled with Jesus because we leak. Why do you think we need to fulfill ourselves all the time? Because we leak you have an old car that leaks and you always have to put oil in the motor all the time? Why do you think you need to put oil all the time? Because it leaks. We need to keep filling ourselves with the presence of God. Make room. Make room. Make room. Make room. I want to make room. I want to make room. make room I want to make room tell you guys there's a call to the church as a body right now to make room for the presence of God the world is longing for a church that will carry the presence of God we cannot compete with the world only thing that distinguishes church, it's His presence. And if it's the only thing that distinguishes us, it shall be our one thing to pursue His presence. Because when you have the one thing, you have everything. When you have the face of God, you have everything. Finish with that story. There's a a rich man, and his son was dead already. His only son was dead. He was a rich man. He had no hair—not hair, but hair. Air.
1: Without the H,
2: without the H, heir. You, you love that accent, heir. Hey Siri, how do you say air Hair. Yeah, no. Hair, air, no age, but there's an age. You guys are screwing me there. There's there's an age there. Silent age. Well, then the problem is not with French. The problem it was it's with English. Don't take offense don't take coffins. English is the heaven language, we all know that. Right? Summit to that we <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah, no air. Got it? And when he died, they, they put everything in auction. Auction? Auction? He was rich, and all the village was there for for the the, the golden chandeliers and the, the nice painting and the nice everything, uh, cutlery. What's the cutlery, whatever, vessels? No, 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 no. utensils. Whatever, it was gold, Everything, and everybody was there to buy his stuff. And when the 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 man started the auction. The first thing they've put for sale was the face, a picture of his son. And nobody was bidding on the picture of his son because everybody was there for the gold stuff or the for what's was worth it. Everybody think you were a part of what he had. So nobody for 15 minutes, nobody wanting to buy the face, the, the picture of the son. And at one moment, one, perp- one person let, uh, raised the hand and said, Okay, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy the face. And the moment that that the, the gavel, the gavel, what's that word? That, the gavel, he ate he, he the gavel. <laughs> All right. The auction was finished. And the auctioneer said, Okay, everything that that man ad goes to the person who bought the picture of the son everybody was mad hey how come Uh, if I had known how come you know how come I want to buy stuff no the man in his uh, testament in his will said the person that will put value on the face of my son would get everything I have wow does it sound like somebody else (laughs) <laughs> Does it sound like God? If you put value on the face of his son, you'll get everything else. Can we bow our, our, our head right now this morning? I just want to. I want to take too much of your time. But still, the one thing is more important than everything. my first question for you this morning is is there tables in your heart that you need to turn over this morning is there tables in your heart that you need to turn over this morning insecurities lies hurts gossip criticism offense is there anything you need to turn over to make room for his presence? Because those tables are taking his place right now. And if it's so, can you just raise your hand? If you say, Pastor well, this morning there's a table I need to turn in my life. Can you just boldly raise your hand? Come on. Come on. Yes. Come on. <sighs> Wow. Can you just rise on your feet if you raise your hand this morning? I just want to pray for you. Because God is doing something great right now. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. God is will free some of you. Not from, some of you. God will free you this morning. God will free all of you, Jesus. Because when we give control, come on. When we turn over, we take the space. Come on. And it's all about him. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, this morning, God. We're making room for more of you in our life right now. We're turning over those tables that were sitting the enemy. And we said, enemy, you have no place. You have no place in my heart anymore. Come on, I will walk in Jesus' freedom. I will walk in what he gained at the cross for me. I will not let anything come between me and my God anymore. Jesus, thank you for the freedom this is in this place, God. Thank Thank you for the healing that's taking place in this room right now Jesus Lord hallelujah wow we're turning over come on say with God say with God in your head Lord I'm turning over this in Jesus name right now put a word to that this come on put a word to that that Lord I'm turning that over to you right now I'm turning that table that I'm sitting with enemy I'm giving it to you Lord in Jesus name Lord and this house this house this house my house my temple will be known come on for a a, come on for a house of prayer Wow, for a house of intimacy, Lord. Hallelujah. Everything that steals me from intimacy with you, Lord Jesus, will will just bow down to you right now. Wow, I'm making room. I'm making room. I'm making room. I'm making room. <sighs> wow. Come on. Jesus is calling you higher. Jesus is calling you deeper this morning. He's calling you in his presence. I, I, before doing an al, just another altar call, where's the worship band? Who's in the worship band here? Whoever you are, just raise your hand very high, all right? If you're in the worship band at the youth, I just feel there's an upgrade of anointing for you guys this morning. I, I just feel there, there'll be more and more breakthroughs. What you, What we live this morning is just the start of something bigger. Because God does not only call us to sing for Him, He calls us to worship Him. And there'll be a new stage of you, you're gonna see that God will take over your worship. You know it's worship when He takes over. And He will worship through you and you go deeper in His presence. And this church is called to go deeper in His presence. Because I'm calling, you're gonna be a beacon of His presence in this city and people will be attracted to the presence. People will come because they're going to feel the presence. They won't, they won't feel your capacities. They won't see how great you are. They'll see there's the presence. Then that's what I want. So, Lord, I pray for that team and for the leadership of that team. And I pray for the singers and the band and the musician, Lord. And I pray for a deeper, come on, room for their presence. That will be able to make room in their life as first, Lord, to make room for others, God. So, thank you, Lord. That will be, they'll be vowing to you, Lord. Say, God, you're the first thing. You're the one thing. You're the one thing. And those arrows of the presence will be marking that church. God, ha, <laughs> it's all about you. I pray that this church will trust the wanting. Wow, and don't get agitated with everything that the enemy wants to put in in front of them, but say, Lord, we want to commit to the wanting. Whoa. This morning, I would just want to give you the opportunity to take that vow. This year when I, the Lord told me, gather to me, I took that vow. I said, Lord, I will be about the one thing. And this morning, God is calling you to that vow. It's not only for the musician. It's not only for the pastor. <laughs> Come on, guys. You don't want to live your your relationship with God to the mouth of somebody else. Come on. God is calling you to the wanting and you'll see his glory, his glory on your life. Many people want ministry, don't want me, don't look for ministry, look for the feet of Jesus. Come on. And he'll use you mightily more than you can imagine if you are the feet of Jesus this morning I'm calling you to a vow like we call the youth, come on all 80 of them on the floor say Lord I want to make room for you in my life, Lord I'm taking this vow, I will not shut my eyes until I made a place for you to dwell, come on I will not shut my eyes come on if, if there's, come on I'm calling you to take this vow Some of you, you want to come in front and just lay your life again to Jesus. Come on. If it's you this morning, say, I want to take this vow. I'm just calling you in front or calling you to stand up, whatever. But make a step of faith. Come on. And say, Lord, come on. I'm making this vow right now. I'm making this vow right now. Whoa, Shamba. Yes. Yes, Jesus, Lord. Wow, I, I feel that the Lord, some of you are called to come in front right now and just kneel before him. If that's you, just move right now. I just want, don't want to take too much of your time. But if you call, say, I'm taking this vow. Make a step of faith. Come on. Say, come kneel. Come kneel. Out the altar of his presence. Say, Lord, I lay down my life. I, I lay down my life this morning. I lay down. The Lord is calling you. I'm not calling you. You're moved by the spirit right now. You know you need. You know you need to make this vow this morning. I will be about you. shana. Oh, Jesus, Lord. Wow. Jesus. Jesus. Wow, Jesus. I'm waiting because I know the Spirit is talking to some of you again still. <sighs> it's calling you. Come on. Make this vow this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. Hallelujah, Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah yes hallelujah jesus hallelujah jesus lord maybe you're here and you never gave your life to jesus this morning and say i i want to i want to trust god with my life can you just lift your hands right right now where you are come on yes Come on, raise your hand very high. Yes, there's one hand, two hands, three, and four, and five, and six, and seven hands. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for those people. Can you pray this prayer with me? Everybody and people that raise your hand. Lord Jesus, say with me, Lord Jesus, I commit my life to you again. <laughs> I commit my life to you. I'll come live in me. I accept you as my Savior. (laughs) I accept your presence in my life. I release the control to you. Come and give me your eternal life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Can we clap for those people this morning? Yes, Lord. Wow, I just want to pray for you. Can you repeat this prayer with me? Lord Jesus. Wow. I vow, come on, with more passion. I vow, come on, I vow to spend the rest of my life in your presence. I vow to be about the one thing. To not be distracted with nothing else. I want to be about you. And only about you from now on (laughs) until i meet you face to face wow jesus lord we thank you lord this morning for this consecration to your presence and i pray for new life city will be known for your presence in our midst in jesus name glorify your name god amen
0: Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing right now in this room. God, we just dedicate this place to your presence, God. Father, I just pray right now that there would be an awakening in Albuquerque, an awakening for your presence, God. Lord, we surrender our golden calves. We surrender all control and give you full control. We're going to stay here. If you want to stay soaking in his presence, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, if you need prayer, just come up to us. One of the pastors here, we'd love to pray for you. If you're um, if you're one of those who gave your life to Jesus, just let us know. We to talk to you and meet with Ethan, myself, Josh, any of the pastors here. And um, Father, I just thank you for what you're doing in this room, what you're doing today, and what you're going to continue to do. Lord, I pray that your presence would go with us as we leave this place, that we would not just do Sunday morning kisses, but every day say good morning to you and keep you first in our life. And that we would take your presence into the city of Albuquerque and the surrounding cities in New Mexico and share the love of Jesus of what we've received in here. We would go out there. In Jesus' mighty name, everyone said amen. Amen. Bless you, New Life City. Thank you so much for coming this morning. You're more than welcome to stay up front or come up front for prayer. Um, But if not, we will see you next week. Cheers.